Let the record show that the meeting sta started at five minutes after five. So uh, that takes us to the adoption of the agenda. Uh, additions and deletions, uh, any to be made? I think uh, we were want or possibility of deleting in-camera uh, legal. Okay. Uh, tabling it. That's the assessor. Yeah, we're going to do that next week. Uh, any uh, any other deletions or additions? Okay. Uh, call for a motion from someone to uh, adopt the agenda as amended. So moved, Your Worship. Okay. Uh, all in favor of Councillor Ford's motion? In favor. Passed. That takes us to the adoption of the minutes. There are two sets of minutes. The minutes of... The minutes of... <coughs> February 23rd, 2015, regular meeting of council. Any corrections need to be made to that? I've read the minutes and they look uh, good from my perspective. Your Worship, I put a motion on the floor to adopt, the, uh, adopt rather the 23rd of February minutes as presented. Did anyone else find any inconsistencies? Uh, hearing none, I'll call for a vote on Councillor Needham's motion. Favor. Passed. That takes us to minutes of February 25th, 2015, special meeting of council. Are there any uh, any corrections that need to be made there? Okay. Um, did you read those as well in detail, Mr. Councillor Needham? I did. And did you? Are you ready to make a motion on those? I'll call for a motion on that. All in favor? Favor. Uh, any public hearings, Ms. Alexoff? None. Um, any presentations? Not at this meeting. And that takes us right to bylaws. And we have bylaw 1956, Westview Area Structure Plan Amendment. And I understand this is first reading. That's right. And Ms. Ms. Modi will uh, speak to it. Good evening. So before you, you have a request for decision for first reading of bylaw 1956. This would be an amendment to the north or to the Westview area structure plan. Yes, she is actually. Maybe perhaps we'll get her to draw it closer to her mouth. Can you hear me now? Ms. Morty is getting a little IT support. That's fine, but carry on. Colin, can you hear me now? Uh, absolutely, that's great. Okay. Excellent. That was going to be a real test, that one. <laughs> okay, carry on, Ms. Morty. All right, so bylaw 1956 is an amendment to the Westview Area Structure Plan. It would amend the Westview Area Structure Plan with respect to lands that are currently owned by the North Peace Housing Foundation. 
projects. There is a Westview Area Development Plan, which is a document of the Northeast Housing Foundation that provides direction for development of those lands. It includes lots for the development of a senior's lodge, uh, the Rotary House, some condo duplex developments, the associate medical clinic if and when it moves, as well as some single-family detached lots which could be provided for private sale. So this uh, amendment will, or this first reading will allow us to advertise so that we can take this forward to public hearing, hopefully on April 7th. Should we just go into questions and discussion from from uh, councillors? For your worship, I probably uh, just to add. Uh, I mean, this is uh, uh, part of the, uh, the council has seen parts of this before. Uh, this this bylaw is needed to move the whole uh, northeast housing uh, business plan, strategic plan along. Uh, as Miss Modi's mentioned, there's a number of key components in there that are. Uh, under consideration, the Rotary House, certainly the medical clinic, uh, the Seniors Lodge is on all three year business plan. Uh, the plan is to put in some infrastructure in the spring, do some paving, uh, get all of those pieces in place for the long term vision. So, um, if it helps move the discussion, I'm certainly prepared to place first reading of bylaw 1956 uh, before council, and I would welcome um, any questions. and. Uh, Certainly the public hearing on April 7th makes sense as well. Uh, Councillor Benke or Deputy Mayor Manzer? Um, I, I just have a question. Could we also, um, for the April 7th meeting probably, um, get a map that shows this portion of that uh, area structure plan with the whole plan? Yes. Yeah, thank you. I'm good. Okay. So uh, I will uh, uh, call a uh, vote on uh, Councillor Needham's <coughs> motion to uh, to for first reading on this bylaw. So all in favor of Councillor Needham's motion? Pass. Are you voting on that, Councillor Needham? I, I did, and okay. I was maybe a quiet in favor, but okay. I can say it louder. In favor. Okay, great. So... Uh, that's it. We uh, we and the reason why we're doing this is to allow advertising, and then we'll get on with second and third reading. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Let's make it April seventh then. So, please uh, pen that into your calendar, Ms. Modi. <laughs> okay. Very good. Uh, so the next item is, uh, well, that takes us to unfinished business. And the first item on under unfinished business is Peace River and District Health Foundation Spring Fling 2015 Invitation to Town Council. Uh, do you want to lead this, Councillor Becky? Well, I think all this one was was just to bring it back to determine how many tickets and or a table that we may or may not be purchasing for the event. Um, so I guess I would be putting a motion on the table to uh, enable the councillors to attend. I think actually we did the enabling uh, to um, request that the town purchase a table uh, to be used by uh, those members of council who can, and if we can't fill it, um, to potentially look at others who may be interested in joining us. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there needs to be 
much discussion. Anybody? No. All in favor of Councillor Benke's motion to purchase the table? Pass. In favor. Uh, second item under uh, unfinished business is Alberta Pond Hockey Association. There's a request for support, and it's in the in the neighborhood of two thousand um, dollars. Do is there anyone from administration that wants to add anything to that? I think most people have read it. Okay. I'll move that uh, council approve the Alberta Pond Hockey Association's request for. Financial support of $2,000 to offset community events to be held March 13th through 15th, 2015 at the Mile Zero Regional Multiplex Arena in Grimshaw. And this will come out of grants to groups? Yes. All in favor of uh, Deputy Mayor Manson's motion? Passed. Uh, item number three under unfinished business is Peace River Fire Department. Level of fire service policy, and uh, are you going to lead the discussion on sure. this, Mr. Ford? Yeah. Thank you. So, with the program changes to the medical first response program, level of fire service policy requires uh, changes to meet council's intent. Uh, the background uh, the MFR program has been discussed at council meetings, and motions have been passed adjusting the scope and budget for the program. The fire the Fire Strategic Planning Committee has met with the Peace River Fire Department members and reviews the proposed changes. The committee heard the firefighters speak to the desire to keep the authorized scope of practice within the level of fire service policy at the level of the practitioner's training, allowing firefighters to, to deliver care at their level of training. Okay. And so there's two options here, option A and option B. There's also one financial implication um, with the motion 150170. Uh, council approved the use of AED as part of the level of fire service policy. These funds were approximately $1,900 removed through the budget process, but will be redirected within the fire budget as it sits today. with administration's recommendation, Councillor Ford, for option A? Yes, I do, Your Worship. I'd put a motion on the floor to uh, accept option A, Council adjust the Peace River Fire Department level of service document as presented. Okay. Yeah. Do we know where Alberta Health Service is on this? Like the last time I was on their website, they said they were still developing guidelines for medical first response program and they hadn't I haven't gone back and checked recently have they sorted that out yet or is it still well this this particular motion uh, isn't necessarily impacted by that it's setting our standard of what we can practice to so it's it sets our training level at advanced first aid and it also allows those who are trained above that to practice uh, when they're representing the peace server fire department so as, as Alberta Health works through what they're going to work through for their uh, first medical responder program, that could be an adjustment to this down the road, but it won't impact this. It doesn't necessarily have to impact this. Okay. I guess that's my concern. I hate to see us have to revisit that once they come up with something, but if, I guess maybe we'll have to adjust it if they... Well, this was, uh, this was uh, as a result of a discussion that Councillor Ford and Councillor Sajag had with the... 
fire department and there's a number of AHS members that are members of the fire department. And this, this, correct me if I'm wrong, Councillor Ford and uh, CAO Kelly, is this will allow those people to, when they're, when they've got our uniform on, that they can uh, practice to their um, level of certification. Okay. All right. Yeah, just uh, just as an example, so for instance, if there's a, a lady or gentleman that transfers to town, um, whether they work for Alberta Health or not, if they have an EMT training level or an EMTP training level, this will, and if they join the Peace River Fire Department as a volunteer, this will allow them to uh, to practice to their scope of training without any financial implications to the town. Uh, all in favor of Councillor Ford's motion? Oh. Sorry, if you have a question, could fire away. Yes, you could. Yes, I do. Just a question to Councillor Ford and uh, perhaps uh, uh, Council and, and Kelly. Uh, I certainly I, I've read the proposal. I understand what it says. I guess my question is uh, whether or not um, it's worthwhile to pause just for a minute and have a legal review. Um, and I guess it, I'm sort of throwing that idea out there. As I was checking my calendar for upcoming council events, I see we have our off-site levy workshop coming up shortly, and I believe we were going to have a legal council come up and do that presentation. So I, I guess what I'm wondering is, does it make sense to have uh, someone from Shores Jardine quickly look at it, uh, and maybe do it when they're up for the off-site levy, just to be a little cost-saving here on the money? Um, if the group is comfortable with the language that's there, I, I guess that's fine, but I just uh, wondered if it wouldn't make sense just to uh, have, uh, have Gwendolyn just have a quick read of it, or, or has that been done? Well, I guess the other question is, Is it a, would it be best to have all that stuff in place, given that it's an off-site levy bylaw workshop, just for the councillors alone? Sorry, just a bad joke. Carry on. <laughs> Everyone was taking that seriously. I understood that we've got an event coming up, and and uh, yeah, Troy Jardine's going to be here. So uh, I guess what I'm suggesting is we take advantage of somebody's mind and uh, sure. perhaps uh, ask that this document be looked at. Uh, I, I missed your bad joke. Okay. Uh, just just to clarify, we did have. Legal counsel look at at the options as they are being rolled out. Um, their their concerns were more in line if we did not include this, uh, and our our um, members went out and practiced to their skill set, even though it wasn't in our policy. The ramifications of what that may do. So what we're doing, I think, is is actually doing away with that concern that our legal counsel did have. Okay. okay, well that's fine. I just was just thinking ahead here on schedules and the opportunity of, of using some horsepower from uh, from that firm when they were up. But if if uh, I'm I'm okay with the motion. Okay. Any further questions? All in favor of Councillor Ford's motion. In favor. Passed. Okay. That will now take us to um, 
Uh, MD of Peace 135, Joint Benefiting Area, and uh, um, I think it's best, Mr. Bunn, if you let us through this. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what started this was, as you recall, the MD of Peace agreed to expand the joint benefiting area that we have under our agreement uh, past the airport. The, the one clause that they put in their letter that I think confused us was when exactly the joint benefits would start. I believe we, for the most part, were under the impression that once the services were put in, that all of the um, development that occurred in that area would then be uh, part of the um, assessment that was to be shared. In their letter, they indicated that it would only be new development that occurred after the services were put in. So uh, we asked for clarification because, as I said, we had perhaps a different interpretation of that, and we wanted to understand if that's in fact what they were telling us. And their letter now has come back to confirm that, in in their minds, the only the only uh, development and assessment that would be shared is anything that occurs after the services have been installed. That was the wording of the agreement to begin with, right? When the agreement was, was written, the wording was development following? No. No? No. I think that that's probably where it was left. Um, it, it didn't specifically say when the, when the development would have to occur. So it was left, I think, in our minds. It wouldn't. It wouldn't come into effect until this, the water lines were put in. So but the first clarification that we got was when we met with them. But that isn't actually the wording that's in the agreement. The the agreement does not have that specific. It, the, the agreement does not say after as the letter does. Okay. So we obviously don't agree with it. A, because we view it as unfair, and B, administratively, uh, it would be difficult to uh, to administer, to run. So, Mr. Mayor, um, what, ha what kind of agreement do we have with new developments or whatever up Weaverville? Like, don't we have a benefiting? That, that agreement, it's all development. So we don't have water in there, for example, but it's still sharing all of the development that occurs in that area. Irregardless of services? Yeah, we don't have service there, yeah. and we're sharing that. We are right now? Yeah. Okay. So, Mr. Mayor, I would move that uh, uh, administration set up uh, a meeting with MD of Peace um, they were suggesting our committee, weren't they? Yeah. With our, um, th that the um, administration set up a meeting of the Intermunicipal Cooperation Committee with MD 135 to further discuss and clarify this matter. Okay, fair enough. Um, any, anybody want to ask any additional questions? Uh, hearing none, I'll call for a vote on Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. All in favor? Passed. So, pardon me? 
Mr. Needham? All those in favor? Okay. Uh, that will now take us to uh, uh, new business. And under new business, we have nonprofit community organization property tax exemptions. Um, who, and I assume Ms. Bench from administration will lead the discussion on this. So what you have before you is a report that outlines the criteria that's required to meet the exemption requirements under the Community Organization Property Tax Exemption Regulation. There is a clause that property that is held by a nonprofit organization can be exempted from taxation if it's not otherwise exempted under the MGA. It has to meet certain criteria, and as I said, I've outlined that in the report. There are a number of new organizations that have come forward uh, this year. One of them is the um, Synod of Diocese of Athabasca. They have an office building that apparently uh, has never been exempted before, so they've come forward to ask for an exemption for that office. It's not the church uh, itself. It's a uh, building by itself uh, that's presently uh, coded as uh, commercial, I believe. So they've asked for an exemption for that. And the um, Sagatawa Friendship Center for the House on the Bridge, they've come forward to ask for an exemption for that property as well. That property is, um, the land is owned by the town and the building is uh, occupied and leased by the Sagatawa Friendship Center. So those are the two new ones. There is one that is um, the Legal Aid Society. Uh, from what I understand, they're moving out of their building at the end of this month if they have not already done so. So for that one, it would be prorated to the point where um, they move out of the building. So the use changes, then they would no longer be qualifying for it. Okay. The uh, Lions Club has applied again for the exemption and... Um, Albert Elter is here to answer any questions of council that you might have with regard to that property. We've okay. reviewed it, and uh, currently it's unclear to administration whether or not that property would qualify for the exemption. Okay. So Albert is here if you have any questions of him. Okay. So I guess we should deal with uh, that portion first if you have okay. any questions for Albert. Uh, do we have uh, questions for Albert Elter regarding the uh, the Lions Campground? I, uh, I, I've got a couple of questions. Okay. Um, go ahead, uh, Councillor Needham. Okay, I didn't know if Mr. Elter could hear me or not. So, I, I'm just could he take a minute? And uh, I've looked over this financial stuff and purpose of, uh, of the tax relief and I'm, I'm looking for donations to the community and how this particular campground uh, benefits local residents and I, I've seen a mark in there for $1,381.92 and I see considerable reserves of cash on hand. Could he, could he just talk about what some of the benefits are to the 
residents of Peace River uh, for a minute. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we uh, we were saving the money for uh, helping, you know, refix the building and uh, the, our power. We got a lot of uh, uh, thirty or fifteen amp uh, outlets, and they're not good enough for the new units that are coming in. So we were saving for that, but now we've abandoned that. So we're going to take this money and we're going to start uh, dishing it out. To different organizations. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. My other question is that looking at your financial stuff, it's dated April 1st, October 31st, and I've seen units in your campground year round. And your financial statements are uh, Yeah. Here. Yeah. We, uh, like a lot of people, come in and they stay the summer. And then when they leave in the fall, they don't want to pull their trailers home, like to Newfoundland, Saskatchewan, all over. So I just tell them just to leave it there until spring, and then when they come back, they move it back into the site. We don't charge them anything. Hmm. Okay. Um, could you explain what a cash management expense is? Cash management expense? No, I, I I don't know what you mean there. There must. Yeah, I, I don't either. It's just on your financial statement. Oh, well, I'll have to check into it on our uh, bookkeeper and find out why that is. I don't know. Okay. So the other point to administration, just so that I'm clear, I, I hope Renee is still in the audience. So uh, the property is owned by the town, but Renee, we lease property from Canadian National Railways. Is that correct? That's correct. We own a portion of the property, and uh, we lease a portion of uh, the CN property as well. So what, how much do we pay CN? I believe it's uh, $1,900 a year. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Were there any other questions? For I had a couple of questions. Uh, yeah. how, many, how many Lions Club members do you have in town now? Seventeen. Seventeen. And are you in good standing with the corporate registries or whoever keeps track of those? Yes, we are. Yeah. I just One of the concerns I had, I've never seen that before, where the president and the secretary are the ones that did the audit, audited statement for the, for, this, for, the, for the group. Like usually you have inde independent people do that? Yeah, we do. We have, uh, I can't remember the lady's name. She's uh, from Nampa. She does our financial statements and everything. Well, that that's your bookkeeper, right? Yeah. Well, but then, like, to be current with the societies or whoever that tracks that stuff, that you're you're required, or at least most organizations I'm aware of, are supposed to submit a, a audited financial statement. Now, it doesn't have to be audited by accountant, but it has to be audited by two individuals. And I've never seen it like yours. Oh yeah, we well, there are two individuals that sign it and. Uh, they read it over and they sign it before it comes to the town. Yes, I guess, but that's my point. I don't. I'm not comfortable with the president and the tre treasurer being the ones that sign it. Like normally, it's independent. Oh, I see. No, I didn't know that, sir. Okay, I, yeah. I, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And the other question. Well, what's the rate? Like to me, the revenues seem low. Like what? What? What's your uh, nightly rate there? 
uh, well, if it's a full hookup, like with water, power, sewer, it's $30 a night or 180 a week or 600 a month. Depends how long they stay. If you're just going to get power and water, we have those sites too. Uh, those are 25 a day, 150 a week, or 500 a month. Okay. Yeah, I just, I didn't, you know, I thought the revenues would be higher based on what seems like, yeah. like during the summer, you guys look very crowded, so. Oh, yeah, we, we get pretty full. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So is it fair to characterize the campground as a, I've been in town for 35 years, and it was a campground when I moved here, but well I don't think so I don't charge these people for storing their trailers there they don't want to pull them home and they got no place else to take them so they just leave them right there and when they come back they pull them back into the sites again so uh, I, I don't know it wouldn't be an industrial park because we don't charge and there's nobody lives in them. I, I, I guess what I was, uh, okay, I, I'm not going to tell you how to run your business, but it uh, seems like a lost opportunity. But uh, I, I guess my other question is, uh, with regards to the customers that typically run in, in there, do you, uh, when I sit at an industrial camp, I, I, I drive by there quite regularly. I guess what I'm saying is you don't see uh, mom and dad and three children uh, vacationing there. Oh, no, no, there's a, a lot, a lot of families come in there, a, a great amount. Uh, we get a lot from the north, like La Crete, Fort Smith, Hay River, you know, they're, they're family people, and they, uh, they, they come in a lot, too. Uh, I can't tell you how many, because I, I'm not too sure, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of family people come in. Oh, absolutely. So you would like Mr. Elter to uh, charge the people that over overwinter yeah, their I, I, trailers yeah, so it would be more money to I, dish out? I, I, I have trouble with, uh, you know, this, this program, the, the benefits, the, the residents of Peace River need to see a benefit. And, and I look at these other user groups in here, and I, I can find a benefit. I look here, and to be perfectly honest, I, I, I don't see a benefit. Uh, I see one donation of $1,381.92. So I, I guess when the discussion comes around, I, I'm, uh, I would suggest that we decline this one. Uh, but uh, that's, uh, that's just my, my opinion. Okay. Okay. The, uh, the other thing, I know, Renee, when we had this discussion last year, I thought we were trying to get other year financial statements, I, like I thought we see two or three. Did you get those, or, and you just showed us the one last year? Or? We get them every year. I wasn't aware that you wanted to see okay. three years' I, I, worth. I just my recollection of the session, we had a hard time trying to figure out exactly what they were doing do with that. That was, I think, my concerns are similar to Councillor Needham's that we have this. Well, I, 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 I looks like a business that's paying money, and I'm not sure where it's going. I mean, it's they're paying you know some people that work at it and that kind of stuff, but. I, again, I'm not aware of the benefits coming to, to the town of Peace River population overall. 
So I guess I, that's what I'd like to get we a better sense of. We certainly bring that information back um, if that's what you'd like okay. to see. I, I definitely would like to see that before I vote on it for sure. For all of them or for just this one? Uh, no, I just just, just the Lions Campground. So the last two or three years then. Okay. I, I guess my final question, I, I think I've, I've likely used up my time. Um, just because there's a lawnmower in here for $4,000. I don't think the town of East River buys lawnmowers for $4,000. What is that? Is that a typo, Mr. Elder, or uh, no, that that's convenient for me because it's <laughs> no turn. It's a zero turn, and then I, that's what I wanted. That's what we bought. I'm sorry, but we did. Yeah, you don't need to apologize for that. I just saw the number. It looks like a hell of a lawnmower. Beg your pardon? I said it looks like a high end lawnmower. Oh, it is. It's very good. Did you want to read a statement out, Mr. Elter? You've got a page there. I, or I, I, I see you've you've got a piece of paper in front of you. Do you want to read a statement? Well, out no. This this is like I, I was. Oh, you're just your notes. This is people that uh, that come in and uh, they don't uh, they don't pay. Like like we have uh, the play school and the Boy Scouts and the Girl Guides and all them. We don't charge any of them. Okay. Uh, people, they come in. They use our facilities. They, the even the people from the the town come over. They play in the playground. Use our facilities. We charge them nothing. Okay. So these are civic groups. Why, why don't you read into the record who they who they are without naming? Well, there's names. the play school, Boy Scouts, Girl Guides, Air Cadets, the Brownies, the RCMP, the Fire Department, the hospital. EMS, Toastmaster, any church group, school, school reunions, family reunions. Uh, the town of Peace River employees, if they come in for a barbecue, not individually. Uh, birthday barbecues and tree planters, when they come in, they have their barbecue and everything. We don't charge them. Junior forest rangers. Yeah. And then we have seniors come in. Do you have a value of all that? Beg your pardon? I said, do you have an estimated value of what that cost? Uh, no, we've never, we've never valued it because we never thought of it. But we will now. And their seniors come in, like from their groups from Manning, Berwyn, Fairview, Hines Creek, McLennan, and Peace River. And like I say, the playground is used by anybody that is in town. They can come over, play in the playground, use the facilities, no charge. Okay. I think just to reiterate on uh, Councillor Needham's uh, comment there, I also would like to uh, to see those in-kind donations tracked because it does put a value on in your books. Yeah, we sure will. Do you have any idea? You're talking about... Um, how you had sort of put this money aside for upgrades at the campsite, and, and you're now not planning on doing those now, upgrades? Uh, no, we, we've demolished it. We're going to just leave everything, and then we're just going to donate the money out. So do you have any idea what you're going to be, how you're going to be doing that, what your focus is going to be in terms no, of that? No, I won't know until the next meeting. Oh, okay. When's your next meeting? Uh, week from Wednesday. Week from Wednesday? Okay. 
And I know there's a lot of people from my neighborhood that walk their dogs in that campsite too. Yes, I, <laughs> I know. I clean up a lot of. <laughs> so uh, the recommendation. F- uh, well, you haven't finished with the rest of it, have you? Or is there more that you wanted to present as well, no. Ms. Bench? You've got the report in front of you. Right. If you'd like me to go over some more of it, that's I could do that as well. If you have okay. any questions. Do people have questions of Ms. Bench? And if not, maybe just uh, reiterate what uh, administration's recommendation was. So the recommendation is to grant the tax exemption to the uh, organizations that are identified uh, in the list on your report to the Salvation Army Thrift Store, the Accredited Supportive Living Society, the Royal Canadian Legion, the Peace Regional Dance Society, the Curling Club, Community Futures, uh, Peace River Lodge Number 89, uh, Peace River Sports Club, Peace River Toy Library, Shamrock Boxing Club, Salvation Army Food Bank, North Peace Gymnastics Club, Sagatawa Friendship Center, Center, the Synod of the Diocese of Athabasca. For the taxation years 2015, 2016, and 2017. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but you also had, um, was that your, is it the complete list that's under number one? Yes. Okay. I believe so, it should be. Did I miss one? You did, but I probably can't bring it up. Um, as I'm looking at this here, and I'm realizing that there is an ASLS tax exemption on here, but the group home was missed on your list when you reiterated it. Uh, no, there's a group home on there. Okay. Okay. But when you went, when you read through it, you didn't read it, so I just oh, wasn't sorry. sure. Sorry. Yeah. No, I just uh, read if the it was organization. Different. Oh, okay. okay. There are uh, three for the. Three for the accredited supportive living society. One is the golf world on the piece. One is the office space, and one is the group home. Sorry, I didn't realize you were reading out just the organizations. I thought you were reading the list under the recommendation. Okay, sorry. Um, and also to grant a tax exemption to the legal aid society for the 2015 year, with the amount of the exemption to be prorated to the date they close their office in to the public and to provide direction to administration with respect to the Lions Club campground. Mr. Mayor, I do have one question. It has to do with the toy library. Okay. On its um, application, part one, um, it, in my reading of this, it was the only one where it checks no when the question is, is there an agreement in place that confirms the portion of the property held by the organization? Is that of significance or, or not? I thought, the re- I thought the rest usually checked yes for that. They might have made a mistake. My understanding is that they do get a benefit from it. That is the purpose of the uh, regulation. So prior to giving it to them, we will confirm that. So, so how does that work if if a landlord owns, you know, three, three parcels or three units, two of them are commercial, they're taxed, they can get exemption just for the portion that's not taxed. That's, that's correct. Not, okay. 
It's the portion that's occupied by the non-profit organization that qualifies for the exemption. And then for the two that hadn't been on the list before and would come on now if we vote in favor of that, we're not talking a lot of money, are we? A couple thousand? The total taxes would be... total taxes that would be exempted based on 2014 assessments and the 2014 tax rate would be $72,600, and that includes the um, campground. Okay. Right. So uh, Ms. Bench is probably looking for a motion from council. Um, with respect to the Lions campground, some direction there. So is there a counselor that would like to make a motion? Just one question. It, um, in regards to the list um, and uh, the Lions campground, and I, I know that Councillor Burrs asked for some information as well as uh, uh, th their, their presentation said that they were going to have a meeting, was it a week from this Wednesday, in regards to the funds and what they were doing with them. Does that decision on the campground have to be made tonight, or can we table that specific one? You can table that. The tax notices don't actually go out till May, so you have some time to deal with that. So is there, uh, sh should we table this whole thing then, or, or make a motion on... Uh, Two items. Your Worship, I'd be willing to put a motion on the floor uh, to table the uh, decision on the Lions Club campground <coughs> until such time as that other information is brought forward. Okay. So all in favor of Councillor Ford's motion? Favor. So with respect to the other ones? I'll make a motion. Okay. I. Along with the, the administration's recommendation that we provide a grant, grant a tax exemption to the following community organizations for the 2015, 2016, and 2017 tax years. And do I need to read them off? Or? Just reference the you Just as outlined in the, uh, the administration recommendation. So. Okay. Uh, and is that it? That's yeah. Your what about that's the legal aid one? Because yeah. that was a specific... Yeah, there was second a, point there regarded prorate yeah. it being prorated. Well, I guess I was going to grant that one. I guess well, it'd be but prorated. Why don't we vote on Burr's motion now, and then you can make one on the legal aid? Okay. All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion? Passed. And uh, Councillor Benke, do you want to do one? Make a motion as well? Yeah, Your Worship, uh, to grant a tax exemption to the Legal Aid Society. Uh, so that would be tax roll number two zero one two hundred. For the 2015 year, with the amount of the exemption to be prorated to the date they close their office to the public. So, recommendation number two made by administration. Uh, all in favor of Councillor Benke's motion? In favor. Passed unanimously. Great. So, uh, that takes us to uh, Northern Sunrise County. Uh, under new business, uh, maintenance of Kaufman Hale Road. Um, I assume uh, Ms. Adams will be leading the discussion on this then? 
what's in front of you is a request for decision. Uh, Northern Sun Rise County has requested that they take over the maintenance of Kaufman Hill Road on a continuous basis and that the portion, our portion, comes out of the intermunicipal operational cost sharing agreement. So, so what? What does it, we don't pay them twelve thousand, or they no longer pay us twelve thousand? Pre, previously, it was on a rotational basis, where since we a third, approximately a third of the Kaufman Hill Road was within the Town of Peace River boundaries, so we did a rotational basis where the town basically maintained it for a year and then transferred the maintenance to Northern Sunrise for two years. Right. And there has always, there's been an ongoing issue on once the transfer happens, whether the road was kept up to each other's standards and who's at fault. And so this year they've decided, they've requested that they maintain it from now on and that we pay our portion. Oh, we pay them now. Yes. So attached is a quick calculation that I did um, based on a 2013 when it was under our maintenance and these are the expenses that I roughly calculated it cost the town. So when they're saying 12,000 or up to one third of the total annually, so you're estimating that the annual total was about 35,000 for well, what we have there? Well, my calculation was approximately 35000 per year. So when they say in their letter that we have calculated this annual expense to be roughly 36000 based on my calculations, yes, it is. So it's not just a number they grabbed out of the air. But I think that they're a little unclear of how they're planning on dividing that 36000 up. So my suggestion is that we give them a third yearly moving next year because according to the agreement this is their year to maintain it anyways. Be begin in 2016. That's my yeah. recommendation, yes. Or administration's recommendation. But you haven't talked to their public works people about that? No, it was just the letter was sent to us. Yeah. We had previously talked to the public works department in 2013 about maintaining the roads and how they're maintained. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused here. So in the letter from Northern Sunrise, it's saying that they're going to absorb the $36,000 cost to maintain Kaufman, but in the recommendation, we're saying that we'll pay one-third of that to them? On an annual basis. So I guess what I'm, I'm wondering, and maybe I'm missing something, is, is if they're going to absorb the cost, why would we then pay them one-third of it. Because it says we will absorb the cost and we will incorporate it into the intermunicipal operational cost-sharing agreement. So so I think just to clarify, what uh, we we have already served notice uh, that we want to renegotiate yeah. the agreement. Yeah. And I think what they're telling us in the letter is they want to take over responsibility now. And as Sandy has indicated, 
for this year. It's their responsibility anyway, so right. it won't impact. Yeah. But they're they're serving notice to us that when we do get into the negotiation, that this will be an item they want to discuss. Okay. As part of that, as part of that negotiation, I, I believe is where they're going with this. So uh, for 2014, we were doing it. Um, 2013 was our last year that we okay. maintain it. So they do 14 and 15, and then 16, it opens up again. It returns back to our maintenance according to the, the agreement. The agreement that's in existence. Yes. Right. The other outstanding piece of business was the proposed back alley gravel road bylaw and how would it apply to this small portion of the road. That was, I think that was in the background here as well. So, Kelly, by accepting... Sorry, I'm really, I'm, I'm struggling here because yeah, they're... Your, your question is, are, can we, do we have to accept it now or can we defer until the, we do the intermediate? Well, yeah, because I guess if we accept this, then are we basically agreeing to that amendment once we open up the cost-sharing agreement and in whenever it is that we do that, I guess, is number one. And number two, is is that why we're still offering to pay the 12000 Because we don't want to necessarily agree to the thirty six at this point until we are in negotiations? Like, I guess I'm not really understanding exactly the difference. If they're offering to pay it and we're saying, well, no, we're still going to pay one-third, I'm not following. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's a it's more of a timing issue than it is anything. So okay. our our response back can be, you know, thank you for the offer. We, we will because we've asked to negotiate this anyway, it's yeah. going to come up before next year. Right. So uh, I think we accept their their offer and indicate that we will discuss this. When so we this is sort it. of a little preemptive then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then is that what Sandy's recommendation is saying, is thank you for the offer and we'll discuss it when uh, we open up the discussions? Is that basically what we're saying to them through uh, yeah, this recommendation? Yeah, that, that's, that's the motion I think that we want to put forward. Okay. So are you going to put forward that motion? or? Well, I, I guess I'm not 100% sure how we would word that, I guess. Is, um, to is it just a motion to accept your information? Or, or you want to be more specific? Uh, what, what I would do is almost uh, reiterate their statement that uh, thank you for the offer. We will... We will entertain this as part of our discussions, discussions. on the intermunicipal yes. operational cost. Okay, yeah. So that would be the, then that would be the motion that I would make would be to uh, direct administra administration to contact Northern Sunrise County and thank them for their offer regarding Kaufman Hill, uh, the cost to uh, maintain Kaufman Hill, and that that would be something we are open to discussing <clears throat> during the intermunicipal operational cost sharing agreement negotiations. Okay, all in favor, Councillor Binky, motion. Favor. Thank okay, you. Good. So uh, the next item on the agenda is uh, MD of Peace 135, North Peace Housing Foundation. Um, I don't know who wants to, who should be leading the discussion on this one. I don't have a letter in front of me, or do I? Oh, I do. Sorry. So, um, 
So the Reeve of uh, MD of Peace 135 has issued, uh, has written us a letter and they would like to discuss the uh, North Peace Housing Foundation uh, business plan. Uh, does somebody want to weigh in on this? And I guess I, I will first. I guess I see this more as a foundation issue. It shouldn't really be the municipalities making the call. I understand, you know, to definitely to Berwyn and probably the NDP, there are some financial implications of that decision. But I, to me, it's a business decision the foundation made, you know, for their long-term sustainability. So, again, I... I don't think it's appropriate for our council to go second guessing, and particularly we don't have all the information that the uh, the foundation had when they made their made their decision. Just as a point of interest, the former chair of North Peace Housing was a councillor on Reed Bliska's council for four years while she was chairman of North Peace Housing. So I'm uh, somewhat surprised by. Uh, Another letter, but uh, in any case, uh, I would I would just leave this alone. I would accept it as information. Okay, is that your motion? <coughs> I, I don't know if it's appropriate that okay. because I'm the board rep, I, I would perhaps I would not make that motion. Um, I would uh, I would I would just stay silent on that. Are people wanting to to do something other than uh, accept just accept the letter for information? Or do they want to make a rebuttal? Or I'll move that we accept uh, their letter for information and administration um, reply to their letter, indicating we understand they have concerns, but. Help me, somebody with wording. Uh, uh, well, perhaps what uh, Councillor Burr said is, is this is a, a decision that falls under the jurisdiction of North Peace Housing, and we we would feel it's inappropriate to to weigh to weigh in, given that uh, they they uh, yeah well that. Uh, they have uh, access to much more information than we do on this matter. Or just as a side note, uh, I understand Northeast Housing has a board retreat April 24th and 5th as well. I'm not sure if that uh, piece of information could play into this letter or not, but I'm certainly supportive of the general motion to accept this information. But you want to uh, say something in addition. Well, I think, I, I, think, certainly, I think Councillor Burr captured it. I mean, this, uh, this is a regional board. Um, municipal councils appoint members to their boards. Uh, they have requisition power. You respect the business planning process and the cycles that uh, all of those members bring to the board, and they, they intend and make decisions on the best so. Okay, so Mr. Uh, Bunn, what do you have, or Mrs. Alexoff, what do you have written for my motion <laughs> thus far? So far what I have is, um, I kind of took 
Mayor Tarpe's end, backhand of the motion. And anyway, Deputy Mayor Manzer um, uh, moved to accept this item for information and reply, direct administration to reply, indicating they have concerns, but that it falls under jurisdiction under the North Peace Housing Foundation, as they would have much more information on this subject. But this is very quick. <laughs> I think part of the concern, too, is, is is that it's tough. I mean, whether we agree with the closure of Autumn Lodge in terms of its effect on Berwyn or the effect on the MD of Peace is one issue. The other issue is the town is, I mean, we're in a difficult spot because, I mean, at this point, North Peace Housing is looking at... I think uh, the word before concerns is that we appreciate yes. MD of Peace's concerns. Uh, concerns, but, and then the North Peace Housing... But we, uh, but we need to respect the autonomy of North Peace Housing to, 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 make, to make decisions uh, uh, that support the, their mandate. Their mandate. Colin, just for clar my own clarification, the North Peace Housing Foundation is a bit of an anomaly in its, in its structure, right? Like most housing foundations, members of the public are appointed, so it functions more as a true board as opposed to it gets very political in a hurry when, when the uh, board members are all appointed by the various municipal councils, right? So what I would like my motion to say, really, is the following, that we uh, accept this letter for information and that admin, uh, in replying to the letter, um, indicate that Peace River has, uh, respects the concerns raised by MD of Peace 135. Stop there. So, uh, seems, it seems particularly odd. I think we should move on, Your Worship, but I, I, I can't help but just remind everybody Bob Regal from the town of Grimshaw was suggesting that the requisition was too high. That's $24 a year. And if you read, read Beliska's letter, if you read the very second last sentence, she seems to suggest that it's not high enough. So I, I'm really confused now. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so. Do we want to call a motion on this? 
Any further discussion? Can sorry, can we just can we reiterate what the motion is? Because now I'm a little confused. So it's just ending that we understand that they have concerns, and that's the end of your motion. Could you read it back as you heard it? As I heard it, Deputy Mayor Manzer moved to accept this item for information and direct administration to reply, indicating that Peace River respects the concerns raised by the MD of Peace Number 135. Okay, everyone heard that? Why would we even send a letter then? It's just like throwing sand in their face. Well, they, like sent, they sent a letter to us. We should maybe reply to it. Well, they're asking for comments, thoughts, and suggestions. So my, my thoughts and suggestions, just leave it alone. Like, let the North Peace Housing Foundation do it. So, yeah, you can vote down the motion. Okay. Uh, so I'll call. Oh. Just one comment. Would this um, motion have any conflict on a, a future um, concern coming up is in regards to, let's say, the Peace River School Division? I think it's a, it just depends which town you're in and stuff like that. I, I mean, it's, Councillor Brewer, you're making a point about providing any suggestions you may have. Well, the, the, the town of Peace River is a significant benefactor of this proposal uh, in the millions of dollars. So. If we were to suggest that to the MDFPs, maybe that's throwing it in their face as well. But um, anyway, I, uh, I, I thought I heard a motion that I was comfortable with. Okay, and that was Councillor uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. Right. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, all those in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? All those not in favor? So the uh, vote is four to two passed. Uh, operation, uh, so the ne next item under new business, uh, Operation Lifesaver Public, Work, Public Works Week Proclamation. So we have another Another proclamation, this one for public works. Uh, and there's actually three of them. Um, but this one was um, public works. I don't believe I have that, Ms. Oh, CM Rail Safety Week. Okay. Yeah, it's a public rail safety week. Okay. Not public works. Okay. It's public rail <coughs> safety week. So uh, the Town of Peace River has received a letter requesting that the Public Rail Safety Week be held from April 27, uh, 2014 to May the 3rd, 2015. Uh, so that should be April 27, 2015 to May 3rd, 2015, right? It's not, it's not Public Rail Safety Year. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. A uh, little typo. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. We should always be safe. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so um, I'll, I'll open up for discussion and uh, a motion, I guess. 
Your Worship, in the interest of time, <clears throat> I would accept uh, administration's recommendation and put a motion on the table to uh, declare April 27th to May 3rd as Public Rail Safety Week and to promote this awareness through the town uh, website and available social media. All in favor of Councillor Mankey's motion? Favor. Passed. So that now takes us to um, to Alberta Community Crime Prevention Association. No. No. Okay, the, um, so, so uh, item uh, 8.5, Alberta Community Crime Prevention Association uh, Fraud Prevention Month Proclamation. So um, in the interests of time, is there a counselor that would want to proclaim March 2015 as Fraud Prevention Month? Well, uh, in reading the last statement uh, of what you're, you might be signing, um, the mayor of the town of Peace River do hereby, do hereby proclaim March 2nd, 2015 as Romance Scam Awareness Day and the month of March 2015 as the Fraud Prevention Month in the town of Peace River. I'll move that, you, <laughs> that we do that. Okay. Uh, so... It isn't, so February the 14th isn't Romance Scam Prevention Day. Okay, so all in favor of counts of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. Favor. It's passed unanimously. Uh, that, that then takes us to uh, the Alberta College of Social Workers. They have Social Work Week Proclamation. Is there somebody that would like to make a motion on that? I can certainly make a motion, Your Worship. Okay. My computer won't allow me to open it. So your motion is to accept uh, administration's recommendation that Council proclaim March 1st to the 7th, 2015, as Social Work Week in the town of Peace River and authorize the use of town's social media outlets to promote the campaign. Okay, all in favor of Councillor Needham's motion? Passed. Uh, neighborhood renewal public meeting dates. So we have a program to uh, of neighborhood renewal, um, and we would like to um, set some public meeting dates for that. And I believe Deputy Mayor Manzer is the best one to make this motion. Okay, I believe um, that May 6th for the Saddleback neighborhood and June 10th for the um, uh, 82nd Avenue area, which might be part of Parkview. June 10th for Parkview, 82nd Avenue, and May 6th for Saddleback. 
any questions? Discussion? We we essentially discussed discuss this at the special meeting. So I'll call for a vote on that. So all in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? Okay, passed. That takes us to reports, uh, check reg or more specifically the check registries. Um, there is one to February the 23rd and then another one from to February the 25th, both 2015. Um, any questions of administration regarding those checks? Um, one of them, um, City of Grand Prairie, $17,568. Um, what would we pay them for? Water, wastewater. Water, wastewater, maybe? It's uh, number 75290. I will have to check that and get back. I can't recall what that one would be for. Oh, and that, sorry, that just reminded me, too, there was a question about the uh, horses. Mm. That is, I, um, yeah. What, what? I didn't hear you. Sorry. It's, it was a e equine therapy for, under the FCSS program. I'll make a motion to accept the uh, check ledgers for information. Uh, both of them? Okay. All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion? Favor. Uh, okay. That's passed. Uh, Councillor reports. So I will. Uh, so last week. Um, um, there was, uh, just to refresh people's memories, and I will get people s to speak to them. Uh, on Tuesday, um, uh, February 24th, Shell Carmen Creek had a, uh, <coughs> had a safety meeting, highlighting safety, really. Uh, I'll, I'll speak to that. Um, there was also, on uh, Wednesday, and that went from um, actually from nine o'clock to four thirty. Uh, there was a discussion with Shell regarding the runway repaving the uh, the Peace River Airport runway. There was a um, although most of that would be in camera. There was a special meeting of council um, held that that evening. And Northern Lakes College Power Steam Lab uh, grand opening on uh, February the 27th. Uh, there, there was the Harley Party Peace Plainland, and I don't believe anybody from council went to that. But I may be incorrect. So were there any other uh, uh, council meetings that week? 
Uh, in addition to what you had there, I also had an MPC meeting on the 26th as well. Okay. And when would that be, roughly? Uh, the time? Yeah. 4 to 4.30, give or take. Okay. Great. So I'll uh, kick it off here. So the Shell Common Creek uh, safety meeting, I don't know if the press was invited to that. Uh, so Shell uh, put on a, um, had a speaker come up, a fellow by the name of Dr. Francis uh, Cuddy. And uh, people may have may have heard of him and even heard him speak. And he gave a uh, a talk about the need for people. Well, just how important safety is, and uh, and uh, offered some stats with some personal uh, um, uh, stories interweaved in there because he's an emergency phys uh, physician at the Royal Alexander hospital in Edmonton and uh, it's it was uh, I've heard him before he this was somewhat new and it's always eye-opening so really illustrates the uh, the need for safety and how many uh, needless accidents there are actually if people would just take a little time to uh, to uh, think about what they're doing and um, uh, I'll just mention there was a Shell runway project discussion. We are uh, dealing with Shell in terms of a construction schedule around the uh, around the 11.4 million dollar grant that we received from the federal government to repave the uh, the the Peace River Airport, refurbish the runway, and of, as people can understand, uh, trying to keep traffic going. And still repaving the runway is uh, can be a bit of a, uh, um, a scheduling uh, concern. Uh, the special meeting of council, there were minutes provided. Uh, I'll refer people to that. Um, Ms. Benke, do you want to say anything on the uh, MPCA uh, meeting? That's the uh, Municipal Planning Commission. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot um, to relay from that one. One of the things that we did look at was um, the uh, Westview area structure plan that came to us tonight, uh, and it was basically just an opportunity for anybody to discuss anything at that point. Everybody decided if it was just first reading, they would take some time to review it and provide comments at a later date. And... Uh the, uh, that following Friday, Northern Lakes uh, College had the grand opening of their power steam, their power engineering lab, and the press was in full force there, and uh, I'm sure it would be well advertised and well described in this coming week's uh, newspaper. Uh, is there anything else to add for last week? Yeah, uh, Councillor uh, Sawchuck and myself met with uh, CAO Kelly and the fire department members on the 24th of February discussing the level of fire service policy. Okay. And that came to fruition basically today. That was the... Okay. So, uh, and next week, this coming week, do we have a... Uh, Perhaps I could just get the 
I'll just. So there's an open house. Um, no, so this is March the third, uh, or March the third. So that will take us to Wednesday, and there is the uh, Peace River and District Chamber of Commerce general membership uh, meeting uh, at noon. Well, it starts at 11:30, I see. And uh, Ms. Banky will be providing a presentation to the Chamber of Commerce regarding the arena. Uh, project, and I will. Uh, I intend to be in attendance and answer as to the question of how it will be paid for. Uh, there is a meeting of the Peace River Waste Management Committee on March the fifth, and those generally go from ten to four thirty, and they're held at the uh, the landfill itself. Um, any uh, any other meetings? Uh, next week, uh, Deputy Mayor Manson. I have a conference call with the watershed at 7 p.m. this coming Thursday, the 5th. And on the 9th, I have a Northern Lakes um, Community Education Committee meeting. And then the off-site levy on the 10th that I think we're all attending. Any others? Okay, very good. <coughs> Okay, so that uh, takes us into the information section. Uh, uh, what we have is uh, there's a number of items here. Um, uh, is there any that uh, councillors would like to highlight? I should point out the that CN Eco Connections. Is a grant the town will get $25,000 to help with the development down at the uh, the ballpark or the advanced park, 12-foot Avis advanced park. So okay. it's not every day you get money from CN. Okay. Well, I suppose we should uh, – so there will obviously be a letter of thank you to CN for that, I, I assume. Um, anybody want to – Comment on Northern Sunrise County Intermunicipal Cooperation Initiative, Capital Cost Sharing Agreement, Peace River Child Care Association. Anything on that? Um, no, sorry. I, I was. I think that was just the formality of the letter they sent us in terms of requesting our cooperation on that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Northern Sunrise County new development permit. Um, nothing ex extraordinary there. And uh, uh, our local MP, Chris Workington, uh, issued a uh, press release for February 27th, uh, spoke about the Government of Canada's uh, support of the Northern Lakes College Power Engineering and Technology Centre in Peace River. I think it's actually called the Shell Power Engineering and Technology Centre. And, and uh, that's... And their monies are very much appreciated. Um, a motion to accept items 11.1 .1 through 11.4 for information. So moved, Your Worship. Okay. All in favor? Favor. Um, 
Councillor Ford has a notice of motion. Uh, uh, and his motion reads that uh, Councillor, well, Councillor Ford uh, wishes to direct administration to uh, start drafting a bylaw slash policy related to loitering and, to lo loitering and, and curfew. Is that exact? So I guess that's how you word it, you wrote it in. So you want a bylaw related to loitering, uh, loitering comma curfew and parks or in parks? Okay. And parks. Okay. And parks. So do we uh, make a vote on this now or next week? Uh, I don't. Would you? Would you care to maybe uh, touch on that, why, why you want to make that motion? Basically, that motion comes out of the, uh, uh, the presentation that we had at the special meeting of council that was held in camera on Wednesday last week. With the RCMP? With the RCMP, that's correct. <coughs> I, I thought there were uh, some pretty solid uh, points raised by the RCMP in town and they certainly fit into the category of what can we do to help them do their job. So I, I thought, uh, or as I read this, I think it's good to get them on the books and uh, start working on these things. Okay, great. Um, so the next item is actually in camera, but uh, what, what we'll do before that, we'll uh, um, just talk about key communication, key communication items. Uh, we'll uh, let the press uh, tell us what they found noteworthy about today's meeting. And uh, then we'll take a, a nice break and, uh, and then we'll go in camera. So, the press, what did you find impressive? So what, what was it about West Hill, uh, uh, the West Hill plan that intrigued you? So really what's under the West Hill uh, area structure plan, yeah, uh, a lot of, there, there are some accommodations being made for North Peace Housing Foundation to uh, help develop, uh, basically build a, uh, uh, a campus, uh, a, uh, essentially a senior's campus where they will have um, great accommodations and access, uh, access to medical care um, at a moment's notice. Yeah, and uh, oftentimes we're carbon copied on those. Uh, we're very supportive of, of 
of the uh, of North Peace Housing's plan to develop a uh, a campus centered around the uh, the hospital and uh, Rotary House in uh, Westview, uh, and we think it's think uh, it's financially sound and uh, s speaks to the demographics. In, uh, and in, in the area. The one thing I find interesting, many people express concerns about it, but when you, when I see the people that want to move into those healthcare facilities, many of them want to be closer in the Peace River just because it's a lar larger center. You know, it's even though they may be from some of the other areas, they don't want to go into Grimshaw. Some of just. You look where people are moving, though. Like, people who have their choice are, are coming to the larger center. Well, I mean, if the people are going to those homes, particularly those smaller ones, a lot of times they're... I don't know if you've been through that. My wife went through that with her father. You can't get them into facilities, so you put them anywhere you can. So even though you may be living in Peace River, but you can't get them in the home in Peace River, you end up putting them in Manning or someplace else. And that happens quite regularly. And, uh, but I think if you give people their choice, many people would rather come to Peace River because it's closer to the hospital and there's other benefits of being in town. Now, granted, they're not going to be running around and skateboarding or that kind of stuff, but there are services they get in, in the town of Peace River that they can't get elsewhere. And the bigger bigger care centers, that they, they can afford to have you know, some of those beauticians, that kind of stuff, come right in that you can't get it in the smaller scale because of the cost of scale. And, and that's the basis on which, you know, the North Peace Housing Foundation, I understand that that's the way they made their, their choice. I've definitely heard both sides, and I think the other side has been, has been vocalized yeah. as important to yeah. 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 So um, the spokesperson on this one will actually be, uh, be Colin Needham. And Mr. Yeah, I, I could just barely hear Joanne in the background there, but I, I was listening the best I could, and by all means put money in there, and... Uh, I can speak to uh, uh, others off camera, or uh, tomorrow we're back. So uh, right. So you're right. So you're back in Peace River on Wednesday morning. Is that correct? Uh, well, it's yeah, when, late Wednesday night actually. Late Wednesday night. So just giving Joanne and and Brian a yeah, sense of when you're there. Joanne's got my number, and uh, if uh, but, uh, I certainly don't mind chatting. Okay, and so what was the next one on your list there, Brian, or maybe Joanne and others, but... Okay, I, yeah, I don't know if you uh, you you got the story from Sandy clearly, but 
we have a, a sand and gravel road that goes up Kaufman Hill, hence the name Kaufman Hill Road. Um, although I understand at one time it was called Gardner Hill, but nonetheless. Uh, so because we own the bottom third and they own the top third, uh, there has been an agreement that uh, out of every three years, out of every three years, uh, the county of Northern, Northern Sunrise County will maintain that sand and gravel road. And we will do it the third year. And um, uh, there is a feeling that it takes a year for the operator to become used to grading that particular road. And uh, there is a feeling on the, on the part of Northern Sunrise County that since they do it two out of every three years, they'll continue to do it the third year and keep that continuity of expertise, let's say. Uh, I don't... Um, if you need more info, you can try and give me a call. Yeah, that that's their uh, proposal. Is that uh, we we would still we we would reimburse them for that third year. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know if this is the venue for that, but that's not how I'm reading it, though. Like in the letter, I'm reading it that they are actually absorbing, wanting to absorb the whole cost, but that gets into the negotiation of the operating cost agreement. See, I read it that they were offering to absorb the full cost, and we were saying, let's hold off on that. Is that am I wrong there, Kelly? No, I think that's where I, I'm confused I right now. I think that's the timing issue part of it, and that's what Sandy's pointing out is they're saying they're going to maintain it, but this is their year to maintain anyway. Right. So, and then they said in their letter that they want to include this in our next negotiation. And that next negotiation is going to happen or should happen Before prior 16. to next year anyway. Right. So we're really talking about, about the timing of when that's going to occur. Okay. They will continue to maintain this year because it's their year. We will negotiate as to, as to how this transition happens and if we're paying for it. I think the message from Public Works was really meant to say that yeah, we don't object to them maintaining because it does create confusion. I think really was the long and the short of, of the message Sandy was trying to deliver. So when we're talking about the KCI on this point, then what what is what's the message? Just that this is the year for Northern Sunrise to maintain that hill, and we'll discuss yeah. it when we open our negotiations. Or well, I don't know if we need to put in our KCIs. Okay. We we can eliminate that, but I'm just as, yeah, just clarifying what. Brian's, Brian's questions, some okay. questions that Brian may have, and so some of the other items that uh, what was the one just before this was? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if well you, you decide whether we you think it should be a KCI or not. I I thought it was relatively straightforward, but but the press has quite a bit of interest in that, so so Warren will speak to that. Uh, and you had a fourth item, didn't you? Right. Well, I I think there was quite a bit of discussion there, and that ties in with the West 
Westview area development plan. So uh, we'll have uh, Council Councillor Needham speak to that. He's our representative on the Northeast Housing Housing uh, Board. Uh, Mr. Mayor, we have the offsite levy um, meeting forum or whatever next week. That might be of interest. Ah. Yes, so that's March the 10th, correct? Yeah, um, we didn't mention it here because uh, the next regular meeting of the council is March the 9th, but the day after that is the off-site levy bylaw. So the concept of off-site levy bylaws is that a developer accepts a number of levies which <coughs> then allows the town and to develop the, the sewer water road infrastructure to support that uh, development. Um, so a contentious issue is always what, what is the levy going to be? And so there will be a, a seminar, or I guess they actually call it a workshop, uh, to discuss this matter and how uh, we have a we have a uh, a consultant that has a model that generates a number. So that workshop, I'm I'm assuming, will well I'm quite sure that it will talk about how that the model works and how the number is generated and what they the consultant feels is a fair number for this town for this municipality. Uh, and uh, that. That, that workshop is open to anyone and everyone. Uh, I, I suspect they want an RSVP, do they, or not? And that will be held uh, where exactly? Oh, the, the, uh, the uh, Peace River Library. The Peace, is it called the Peace Regional Library? Yeah, I think so. At 5 in the evening. Oh, good. I thought it was an all-day thing. Thanks for letting me know. I might have shown up eight hours early. I could see why the general reader might and listener might think it's dry, but it's relatively important stuff. So... so uh, Feel free to uh, give us some free advertising on that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, John. I'm not aware w w whether he will be or not. Okay. Oh, okay, because, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Anna has has confirmed that. Yeah. Well, that's a good notice for uh, counselors to wear their sun, uh, their uh, sun uh, go to church Sunday clothes. So. Oh, we did a Hawaii theme actually the other thing. So. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I forgot. Well, good. You'll be back on time. You can bring us some for all of us. You'll you'll have the tan to go with it. The rest of us won't, though. 
Did you have any other items you wanted to yeah. highlight? No. Okay, great. So, Mr. Mayor, we're just hoping that uh, people have handed in the recreation surveys as well. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, so, can I get CKYL to uh, underscore the the need for? Uh, well, and I know you were there, Brian, at the recreational <laughs> needs assessment uh, workshop. Uh, I think it was end of January or something like that. But there is also a survey, uh, one that uh, it's either it, it should have been mailed to everybody with their utility bill. Okay, as a separate mailer, so obviously I didn't get it. <laughs> my wife usually opens the mail, so that's my excuse. Uh, but there's also a web version, uh, and all of this is on the community services uh, uh, newsletter in the, in the upper, uh, well, depending on which way you look at it, but the upper left-hand box, and it gives the website and all of that. So. That needs to be completed by uh, March the 6th. So I don't know if, I think it might be too late for the newspaper, but certainly the radio can play that up. And that's for everybody in the region, not just uh, Peace River residents. And hard copies of the survey can be dropped into municipal offices, I think it says, as well as mailed. So I think this is in this is important in terms of uh, uh, people getting the recreational amenities that they want. Yeah, great. No, that was good. Okay, thanks. So we'll uh, we'll recess and um, feel free to contact people about your questions. Thanks.